Hello everyone! Welcome to our channel, Into the University. This channel talks about a variety of things happening inside universities, shares thoughts and experiences, as well as answers questions to give better understanding in academia, technology, and research. My name is Gino Choi. I'm an assistant professor of computer science at Emory University, Atlanta, Georgia, United States. Ready to be inspired? Let's get to it! In this episode, I'll explain which graduate schools you should apply to maximize your potential and prepare your career in the field of your choice. For universities in the United States, the summer session lasts about 14 weeks, which can be considered long but never feels that way. As I'm hitting the eighth summer week, I'm trying to evaluate how productive the first half of my summer has been. Since I usually don't teach in the summer, I have more time to develop my original ideas during this period, which have been crucial to me because many of these ideas have turned into tangible projects that I continuously work on for the following years. There are three things that I have accomplished this since the beginning of this summer. The first one is the start of this podcast channel, which I had wanted to do forever but never found time for. Except for the last week when I was out of town, I have been able to publish one episode per week. Although each episode is about 10 minutes long, it takes about 6 to 7 hours for me to create the content, record the audio and the video, and publish them to social media. According to the statistics, there are about 30 of you listening to this through podcast channels and another 30 of you listening through YouTube. So that makes 50 or more of you coming back to this channel every week, which I'm so grateful. As long as there are people like you who enjoy listening to my podcast, I'll do my best to keep up with the contents that can be helpful. The second accomplishment is a group effort. Our team, Emora, is participating in the Alexa Prize Social Bot Grand Challenge again this year. We finished the semifinal last month and met the criteria to advance to the finals, which will happen during the last week of this month. Even with the prior experience we had from last year, the competition this year has been much tougher because most other bots have noticeably improved and our current team is less than a half the size of our last year's team and we have been developing a completely new framework to break out limitations that we found in our last year's chatbot. I'll make a dedicated podcast series to talk about the Emerald project after the Alexa Prize finals. The third one is again a group effort. I was invited to write a research proposal as a co-PI with professors from four other universities, Arizona State, Stony Brook, George Mason, and MIT to build an intelligence system that can detect social-cultural norms between people with different cultural backgrounds during a conversation and help them avoid potential misunderstandings or misbehaviors caused by these norms in real time. This proposal was submitted to the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, also known as DARPA. Not to mention that it is an eight-figure grant proposal. I am genuinely excited about this project because it would allow me to work with such a large group of talented people who can create an influential product 
that will get people with diverse backgrounds closer to one another. This project will start in the beginning of next year if granted. So, what midterm grade would I give to myself for this summer? I'll say B+, because there were a few other things that I had planned, which I didn't even get to start, but I still have the second half left, so hopefully, that would give me enough time to catch up. How productive has your summer been? I'd like to encourage you to make a halftime report for yourself if you haven't done already. I believe this will really help you move forward so you can achieve the goals you originally planned for this summer. What is a good number of graduate schools that you should apply? There is no right answer to this, but I usually recommend to apply somewhere between 8 and 12. By far the worst thing you can do is to get a ranked list of top 20 schools in your field and apply them all. As aggressive as it sounds, this happens quite often. There are multiple reasons why I do not recommend this. First, graduate applications are not cheap. So if you apply for 20 schools, you may end up spending $1,500 to $2,000 just for the application fees. Second, this ranking list is not necessarily stable, so there is no guarantee that those schools will still be ranked among top 20 by the time you graduate. Besides, there are many schools that are ranked lower but still provide excellent education. Third, you do not really increase your chance of getting into a graduate program by applying only schools that are highly ranked. If you are qualified to get into top 20 schools, you will likely get admissions from multiple schools, which is great but potentially a waste because you will need to choose only one of them at the end. On the other hand, if you are not qualified to get into top 20 schools, Betting all your chips on that pot is probably not the best strategy to get into a graduate program. Then, how can you tell which schools you are qualified for? To figure this out, you really need to discuss with professors who know you very well and can make objective assessment about you. In my earlier episode about letters of recommendation, I already emphasized how important it is to develop good relationships with at least three professors. And this is one other reason why you need such relationships. After all, professors are the ones who make the most influence on graduate admissions. Therefore, they understand this better than anyone else. Please do not make this judgment by matching your record to students who have been already admitted by certain schools or just randomly asking around. Just go and talk to your professors as this is what we are meant to do as your academic parent. Once you figure out what range of schools you are qualified to apply, you want to maximize your chance of getting admitted by those schools. For example, if you believe you have the most chance of getting into schools ranked between 20 and 30, you should put a majority of your applications to those schools, say 4 or 5 of them. Then, you want to spread out your applications to form a normal distribution, 
by applying two or three schools in the range of 10 to 20, maybe one or two schools in the top 10, and two or three schools ranked lower than 30 as backups. To be honest, I think top 50 schools in the United States are all excellent, at least for computer science. What are the benefits of getting into high-ranked schools? There are mainly two benefits. Top schools tend to have higher expectation to their students. Therefore, they often provide more intense training to students because they believe their students can handle the intensity. When I went to the University of Pennsylvania for master's, one professor literally said that we are top 10 computer science schools and if you cannot handle this challenge, you may not belong to top 10 schools. For the record, he's a really nice guy who spends hours to help us students, but sometimes uses his bitterness to motivate them. Does this mean that you would not get such training if you go to schools ranked lower? Not necessarily if you are a self-motivated student. Lower ranked schools may not provide as intense training on average, but they can always offer more if you ask for it. This is what I had to do during my bachelor's at Co College. I searched for professors who could give me more challenges, and fortunately, I found more than one. Remember, professors are always excited about self-motivated students who are willing to put hard work to improve themselves. The second benefit is that top schools often have large communities already established that can support your earlier career to advance faster. For sure, you will have more opportunities if you graduate from top schools, and to be fair, you earn them because it is indeed not easy to pursue degrees from those schools. Does this mean that you would not be able to get a good job if you graduate from schools that are not ranked as high? I cannot really speak for other fields, but for computer science, the answer is the capital N and the capital O. If you are applying for an industry job, your software engineering skill or research ability matter a lot more than where you get a degree from. And there are numerous ways for you to present these aspects. If you are applying for a faculty position, as long as you have proven that you are an independent researcher, who can teach students with passion. There are many schools who will be interested in you. Once you show how good you are at your first job, your next career will just follow naturally. A question still remains though. Why do organizations give more opportunities to once graduated from top schools? In my experience, top students from lower ranked schools are very competitive to ones from higher ranked schools. In other words, top students from any schools are comparative to one another. However, the depth of top students tends to be deeper in higher-ranked schools, mostly because those schools push their students more to be that way, so that when organizations do not have enough time to thoroughly review the job applications, they believe that it is safer to select ones from top schools. When you are considered an underdog, it is depressing, and trust me, I have been in that side many times in my life, but here is what I can tell you. 
Once you put your acts together, you can prove how valuable you are to the world that considers you an underdog. Because you are precious and valuable to be born with. Thanks for listening to our channel. You can listen to this podcast through YouTube, Popin, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. So please don't forget to subscribe. This is the last episode of How to Apply Graduate Schools. I'll begin a new series about our MRA project in the following episode, so stay tuned. See you next time. <laughs>